We now continue with more of The Mark Milton Show with The Smash on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. If everybody had a across the USA, then everybody'd be served like California. You'd see them wearing their baggies. Cargo Show. All right. Let's go. I mean, let's hear it. Let's hear it. What a great, great, great song right there. Of course, based on many of the Chuck Berry songs that uh, preceded it and uh, lived around it. But Beach Boys right there. It is the Mark Milton Show. Icer smashed it in right here. My man Solly right over there. I should say his man Solly right uh, (laughs) over there. And uh, hey, we put on a great show for you. Sponsored by Miller Furniture. Also sponsored by St. Louis Tax Lawyer, stltaxlawyer.com. If you have any kind of IRS problems, this is the guy, Mark Milton, who knows how to fix them. Why? Because he worked in D.C., worked with the IRS, bumping heads as he needed to. And smashing he, pumpkins. Smashing pumpkins as he needed to <laughs> and taking care of people. So let him take care of you. You got tax problems. stltaxlawyer.com. I'm telling you, I know. I speak from experience. Thank you, Mr. Milton. <laughs> Thank you, Sir Smashing. Yes, sir. Can I tell you, so the Beach Boys, we were down in Lauderdale. I love fourth. the Beach Boys. They were actually performing. The Beach Boys? On Lauderdale Beach. Yeah, there were signs all over for them. And I thought to myself, man, I've seen recently when they do perform, yeah. and it's literally like, you got, is it Mike Hart's the lead guy? Mike Love. Mike Love. Sorry. You're <laughs> a big close. fan. Big it's fan. Close. <laughs> I'm a huge fan. <laughs> Mike Love is kind of the front man, kind of winks and, you know, kind of works the ladies a little bit and, you know, all that. Sure, but wasn't I mean, a, a Beach Boys tribute band with Mike no, Hart? No, that's the funny thing. It's like, I think they have a couple of the original guys that kind of yeah, right. are in front. They float. And then they ha- right. they're kind of like the showbiz pizza band, you know, back <laughs> in the day. They're that's almost right. like robotic. And then they have, like, that's right. actual musicians behind them yep. playing the actual music. But yep. I do love the Beach Boys. I remember seeing the Beach Boys as a kid. Fair St. Louis. The VP Fair. I don't know if we can uh-huh. say VP Fair anymore. Oh, but that's right. Back in the day. Yeah. They would perform yeah. on the arts ground, and they just—they're killer performers. They're great, great entertainers. Can I give you a great Beach Boys story? Absolutely. Personal opinion, of course. All right, so it's 1964, Indianapolis Coliseum. That's where I grew up, Indianapolis. I went with a couple of buddies. We were like 14 at the time, 13, maybe something like that. And our parents let us go because we were guys. They wouldn't let 13-year-old girls go by themselves nowhere, but the guys could go. So we go to the Rolling Stones. We're about 15 rows back to the right. Okay. Looking at the stage. And that show opened up with a guy named Roy Head, who had a big, big hit at the time called Treat Her Right. Just a killer, killer song. as a one-hit wonder. Second act was the Beach Boys. Headliner was the Rolling Stones. All right? So, ready for the Beach Boys and the Stones. Roy Head, I kind of knew who he was, but uh, we were there for the Stones. And the Beach Boys, what a duo as far as show is concerned. So, the Beach Boys come out. And one of the Wilsons, not Brian Wilson, what's the other? Carl Wilson. No, one of them one died. Of the one of them passed, died, right? No, one of them drowned, bro- man. And then his brother was yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. fell into a state of depression. 
Yeah. Exactly in my room. Right. Sparking the song In My Room, I believe. Really? You are the a Beach Boys song. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, who comes out on stage? Not the full Beach Boys. They bring in a guy who nobody had ever heard before, and we're looking at him, and we're kind of pissed. I mean, talk about the whole crowd because it wasn't the Beach Boys. They were short, one Beach Boy substituted by this dude who had really kind of like flamboyant hair. It was all quaffed and everything, and it was, you know, like a, it was called a bouffant back in those days, all right? <laughs> and he had himself bouffanted. And the guy, they introduced him, it was Glenn Campbell. Wow. He substituted at that time, and the dude was smoking on guitar, and he could hit all the high notes. It was astounding. Then the Rolling Stones came on. Everybody forgot about the Beach Boys, but that was my Beach Boy experience. That's when I first saw Glenn Campbell perform at any place, and then the Rolling Stones came on. Boy, if we had more time, I got a great Rolling Stones concert story Let's for you. Let's hear it. Let's right. go with it. All right, so I'm going to make it uh, just real, real short. All right, so we're there, 15th row back, on the right side looking at the stage. Okay. So now Mick Jagger comes up. And back then, the press had made the Rolling Stones look like they were of Satan. And so, you know, they were kind of living to that image because, you know, if they're telling people we're of Satan and we're packing the place with the 15, 20,000 people at the time, all right, we'll be of Satan as long as we're making that money. So anyway, Mick Jagger says something to the crowd, all right? Says something to the crowd that pisses the crowd off. And I'm serious. Everybody started booing Mick Jagger, all right? In the middle of his statement, started booing him. And they wouldn't stop the booze, wouldn't stop the booze. And so he said, well, if you won't stop the booze, I will stop the show. He goes and sits down right on that side of the stage, Stage left, I guess it is, because now we're sitting on the right hand looking at him, straight ahead at him. And he's sitting there in the lotus position with his legs crossed, and he's just sitting there, not saying nothing. And people, this is this this is back before plastic, were throwing glass bottles at him and throwing broken chairs at him and every I'm serious, man. I saw it with my very own eyes. And to accentuate the we are of Satan thing, not one thing hit him. And so they wrote the next day about this riot of sorts that had happened, but nothing hit Mick Jagger. Why? Because it was rock and roll, and he, they, were of Satan, man. It was magnificent. Did he go back to performing, or did he walk Yeah, up eventually and- they did. <laughs> eventually they did. Uh, because the, God, I remember now, the cops coming out in front, all right? So somebody came out, the announcer, one of the radio stations, I can't remember his name, came out and said, hey, listen, if you want the Rolling Stones to keep, you need to stop throwing stuff. You need to stop booing and everything. And he actually said to Mick, he wasn't next to him, but he said to Mick, who's sitting over here, do you agree that if they'll start, you know, stop throwing glasses, I mean bottles and and chairs, (laughs) uh, and stop booing that you will play? He nodded his head. They stopped. And Rolling Stones played, man. It was spectacular. I've man. never seen the Rolling Stones. Spectac- never. Oh, never, zero interest. Frankly. Hey, you don't know the names of the guys in the Beach Boys, so I don't find that really. Anything. Mike Hart. Mike Hart. Mike great. Hart. Yeah, he's a great no, guy. No, Mike Love. Yeah, I love the Beach Boys. See, I'm you, more of a. That's kind of more time. Of a, how have you not been able to go see the Rolling Stones? I don't have any interest. This oh come on! I like country music, and I like you know the, the Stones Beach play Boys. Country. Ah. One of the greatest country songs in the history of country songs is Dead Flowers. Never heard of it. You can send me <laughs> Dead Flowers. Dave, do you know what I'm talking about, man? 
Not quite. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, to wake, Sorry to wake you, Sally. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to wake you over there. Right, anyway, you want to talk baseball, Sally? Right, I'm down to talk some baseball. Oh, see, Sally, you yeah. perked up. You ever been to a game, Sally? To a baseball game? Yes, sir. I've been to a few, oh, I'd bet. say. Okay. Right. I think been into, ever been to a Skulls concert? <laughs> I have not. All right. Well, hey, let me ask well, this. So I, I find okay. this. I'm okay, the, so I, I have watched very little baseball this year. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll be the first to admit it. But this week, I did watch the All Star game. Yeah. And man, I had no idea that this Otani guy. I mean, I knew he played like played yeah, both right. sides. He pitches and yeah. he, he's got thirty. He had thirty three home runs at the break, and he's starting the yeah. All Star game as the AL's best pitcher. Yeah. Right. I mean, why aren't we? Why aren't we hearing more about this guy? I mean, this is like well, truly. I mean, if you Babe paid Ruth. attention, you would be hearing <laughs> this is, more about this, this is, guy. I mean, this is incredible. <laughs> yes. This is incredible. He is uh, the new Babe Ruth. They're calling him. And uh, there's, uh, I love Stephen A. Smith. Oh, on I can't ESPN. stand Stephen A. Smith. You like him? him? I love him. Oh, he's you know the worst. why? Because I can't stand him. All right. <laughs> and when I can't stand somebody who's in that position, because I understand exactly what he's doing, he's garnering ratings and revenue. Is he? The, he's making twelve million. Is he garnering revenue? I don't understand. Well, let me put it, it this way: mm -hmm. If I had one year of his salary. I would never be seen again. I'd be at every Stones concert in, in the future of the Stones concerts. Dave, you believe he's making $12 million a year. I know you? he is. Oh, I don't oh, understand oh, the yeah. math, the but economics. My, my issue, I don't have any problem with Stephen A. Smith. Yeah. I don't have any problem with Skip Bayless. I have a problem with each and every person who tags them on social media to complain about them and gives them free publicity when yeah. they truly don't like them. Yeah. Well, I don't understand the economics well. of like how ESPN... Well, obviously ESPN's hemorrhaging money. So they're yeah. not they're not making right. money. So yeah. I don't know how Stephen A. Smith brings in twelve yeah. million to justify that ESPN salary. is getting ready to close their uh, radio operations in New York and L.A. and go to a podcast operation from different parts of uh, the country. But that's yet to to actually land. Mm -hmm. Stephen A. Smith is doing his thing on Otani, okay, who is a Japanese ball player, and Otani is like you said uh, on top of the world right now, and he's saying, you know. I cannot believe that we are, as Americans, heralding this guy, and he don't even speak English. And so, boom, everything <laughs> exploded at that particular point in time, and he had to apologize the next day, Stephen A. Smith, and I'm sorry, I do accept, it's my bad, and all this kind of stuff that they say. And the reason you say it, because you don't want to lose that 12 mil. Right, you don't want right? to get canceled. Exactly right. I mean, I don't know what he said exactly, but I think it was, I mean, I see. I think from Otani's standpoint, he's not as big of a star because you don't you don't hear from him directly. I do think that hurts his popularity in the U.S. However, I mean, obviously he's an international yeah. sensation right. in Japan. He's right. you know, it's like when Ichiro came. I mean, Ichiro yeah. didn't speak English. A lot of the Japanese exactly. stars right. that have come over here didn't speak English, right. and even the a lot of the Latin American players. I mean, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and. Yeah. He didn't speak English, right which up. is kind of surprising to me because I thought maybe he grew up in the U.S. because mm -hmm. his father played. Yeah. Well, his father played for the the uh, Expos and then played for the uh, Cardinals. Didn't yeah, no, no, no. Pedro Guerrero oh. was Vladdy's brother who played for the. But now later on, Vladimir Senior played for the Angels. <laughs> Correct. So I mean, he played right. in the U.S. for right. a significant well, amount Tani of time. Well, plays for the Angels. Correct. Okay. <laughs> so we got that. So we've got that clear. My point was. I was surprised that Vladimir Guerrero Jr. didn't speak English. He had an interpreter as well. So it's not You just know why? Because he doesn't speak English. No, no, no. He doesn't want to? No, no, no. Because he was showing Stephen A. Smith 
that hey i can have an interpreter too but i speak fluent english you think that right? was so what? that's what the pimp job was right there yeah that's a really uh, smooth move there on Guerrero, Guerrero's part I thought to so. do that. Just I thought show so. yeah, but yeah. again, I don't have a like Stephen A. Smith to me. He's just it, everything he said. You know, he tries to just be so outrageous and loud right. and obnoxious, and I just don't. Right. That's I don't it, find him that compelling. I don't feel like he really makes that great of points. One of the reasons I put the damper on my career <laughs> because I don't need the headache. He's got twelve million dollars plus a security force that surrounds him. Because he goes home with security, stays with security, comes back to work with security. I'd rather be happy-go-lucky smash, and <laughs> everybody can hate me, and yet at the same time, everybody loves you. Nobody hates you, smash. You don't? Who hates you? Dave, can you name some few? Uh, Dave knows who does. <laughs> Dave knows. Let's get into this. Let's explore this a little Certainly. bit, smash. Yeah. <laughs> who hates I'm smash? I'm the uh, Otani of uh, broadcasting here in <laughs> St. Louis. Let me see who hates <laughs> Smash. So many. Billy Gorgon from the Smash There's yeah. some FM radio wars from years past, but not necessarily a guy who yeah. gets into a lot of feuds with a lot of people who people may think hate Smash. Yeah. That would not be on the list. No. A guy who may have been on these 590 <laughs> airwaves a couple ownerships ago. I believe so. Okay. Well, maybe we'll save, save that for another time. I, don't know. I have no idea who he's talking about. But you talk name about, names. You talk, name names. You talking about JC? Yeah, that's exactly. I what thought I was you guys were buddies. As far as the, JC, uh, I love JC. I, far, I was saying he's an example of someone who you may think would hate Smash, exactly but right. doesn't. That's right, Dave. Okay, now I who mean, do solid. we think hates Smash that actually does oh, hate I know. Smash? I know. Say I, see, it. I see them around me. I, say I, it. I can't say. It. You know why? Because my tongue slurs the name and slurs the words, and I just I can't say. For example, if I say this, I can't do it. Mark, let me explain for Smash. Did you say Mark it, hates me? No, I oh, said I'm going to give you an explanation Thank on your you. behalf. Thank you. The biggest issue would be if Smash were to say the name, we would have to bleep it out because if he happened mm. to just be driving around and listen, as you can uh, do yeah. Sunday mornings at 10, Many Monday mornings nice. at 6 before TNA, nice. then he might just have an absolute conniption, drive off the road, and even worse. And we don't want to have the Mark Milton and Solly show. No. <laughs> well, it sounded like you guys were plotting the Solly and Smash show. Solly and I, Smash would be an awesome show. I get, oh, can I say but this? who's going to pay for the broker time? Can, can I say this? Yeah. Can I say this? Yeah. If you're going to continue to be late, we've got to make other arrangements. arrangements. Sure. Right. Well, I was out. Yeah, I was out back there. I was out front talking to talking to Doug Vaughn. Doug Vaughn. Yeah. Let me say something about Doug Vaughn. Just working Wonderful on getting him fellow. in here as my as my what? new co-host. <laughs> <laughs> He is, a very, make, he is a very sharp just fellow. Just trying to make that deal. I will say that. Right, yeah. I then I walk in that. and see you and Solly staging a coup. It wasn't so. a coup. It was a preparation for the future. All right? All right. Some people call it a preparation H for the future. But nevertheless, we are preparing. All right. That's you know why? Because someday, just like they all do, you're going to turn your back on me. <laughs> oh, and you're walk out the other way. And I'm going to wonder what happened. I tried to help this guy. What did he do? You walked out on me. It's not going to happen, Smash. We love have, I love doing this. I love doing this with you. The Mark Milton Show with Smash and Solly. You love me? You really, really I love, love me? I love it. I love you. It's been it's been amazing. You really, really love me? Now I'm going to break up with you. No, I'm just kidding. This is <laughs> it's been a it's been a fun ride. We've had a good time with this thing. Who would have thought we was could it over? keep it going? No, I'm saying we're keeping it going. Oh, I see. Yeah, we're still going. We got new sponsors. We're going to be talking about next week. We're going to have our new sponsor on. Next week, really? I'm going to get into it right Fantastic. now, but excited to have them on board. We've got Miller Furniture has been a loyal sponsor since yeah, the beginning. They want Andy Newbold, First Bank yep, Mortgage, yep, yep, Rosalita's yep. Cantina. Yep. 
I might go to Rosalita's right after the show, actually. Really? Yeah. Who's going with you? Uh, well, I got some people. We got some people I'm interviewing for uh, yeah. producer oh, really? and co-host co of the people show. People are going to meet me there. Smash, let's go out with a bang. <laughs> let's go out with a bang. No, but I'm serious. Rosalita's Cantina. Check them out downtown on Washington Avenue and also out west in De Pere. You can't go wrong with the happy hour yeah. at, at Rosalita's as well as the fajitas, the yeah. quesadillas, yeah, the... I had the guacamole brought to yeah. the table last time. Just delicious stuff. You know, all I can have there is Mexican salads. Because you don't eat meat. The problem is you I'm don't eat meat, diet. but you get that veggie quesadilla that you love. Yeah. And I get that steak, yeah. that carne asada. It's on the appetizer menu. The first item on the appetizer menu. Tell them Milty, <sighs> Milty recommended it. It is the best steak it is. slash kind of a fajita type it. dish you can find in the St. Louis yeah. area. In trying to At Rosalita's. My mouth is watering, man. I don't, I don't, My mouth is watering. I'm looking at you. You're drooling and everything over there. Well, Towel I can't place. eat before the show. Towel you place. Scold, you scold me if I eat before the show. You should never eat before the show. I know, and I'm yeah. trying not to, but uh, I got to go get some food What do you mean trying not to? You're burping all over the place. That was the coffee. I had a big coffee beforehand. All right, you're listening to the Mark Milton Show with the Smash, broadcasting from the Miller Furniture Studios here on 590.590thefan.com. You can subscribe to our podcast yep. on Apple iTunes, the Mark Milton Show. You can also download it. Anytime at 590thefan.com. Smash, always good to be with you, always. Sally. Always good to be with you. Always. Uh, can't wait for a couple weeks. We're going to be taking that RV trip. We're probably going to have to do oh, a wow. run a bus dove. Or maybe we'll do a remote. I'll do a remote show. From the RV. From the RV. Oh, from fantastic. the From yeah. the Smoky Mountains. That'd be kind of fun. All right, let's do that. All right, you're listening to the Mark Milton Show with the Smash. We'll be back, we'll be back next week. Next Thank week. you.